This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Tonight, Ellen quitting her talk show. I'm just so sorry it's come to this. After allegations of a toxic workplace, how wife Portia is coming to her defense. Plus... Adele shows her support for Beyonce. Beautiful. Our Black is King breakdown exclusive, filled with behind-the-scenes secrets from the fashion to the stunning locations. Let's talk about shooting in the desert. It was a sandstorm that day. Then, baby news, the Bella Twins welcome their boys. Our babies, everything's the same. And the sweet ways Chris Pratt and Orlando Bloom are supporting their mamas-to-be. Plus, a This Is Us star reveals delivery room drama. You would not believe. E.T. starts right now. Will season 17 of The Ellen DeGeneres Show go on without Ellen? Stars are starting to take sides in Hollywood, and Ellen was seen for the first time out and about since this daytime drama began. How are you going to know when it's the right time to walk away from daytime? I'll walk away really when I, when I stop having fun. Ellen was spotted out in Santa Monica Saturday wearing sunglasses and a baseball cap. The 62-year-old talk show host apparently trying to keep a low profile amid reports that claim she is ready to call it quits, feels betrayed by her staff, and has had enough. Despite all that, Ellen's producers are moving ahead with the new season. A source tells E.T. that the show's staff plan to return to set shooting new episodes of Ellen's show next month. And one of Ellen's top producers tweeted, Nobody is going off the air. Ellen has apologized to staff after a BuzzFeed report claimed there was a toxic work culture on the show. She suggested high-level producer changes were imminent, and an internal investigation is underway. But the hits keep coming. This weekend, actress Leah Thompson, who starred in Back to the Future, backed up comedian Brad Garrett's tweet that bad treatment on the show was common knowledge. Leah responded, true story, it is. 
So who's sticking up for Ellen? Well, Ellen's wife, Portia de Rossi, shared this I Stand by Ellen image this morning, and Jerry O'Connell reposted. Prince Harry's friend, polo player Nacho Figueres, called the show a very well-run machine. But as of our deadline, none of Ellen's other A-list friends like Justin Bieber, Jen Aniston, Reese Witherspoon, or Kristen Bell have offered their public support. As for who could take over Ellen's spot, well, there is a new report that late-night host James Corden could, but that is unlikely because he has a long-term deal with CBS. Ellen has a deal to stay on the air through season 19, and a lot of people think that she wants to get to season 20, sort of hit that milestone, but I think it's anyone's guess if she actually makes it there. If I'm having fun and no one's watching, I don't care. But if I'm, if I'm not having fun and everyone's watching, then I should walk away. Okay, let's check in right now with Kelsey Knight because she has an update on some of our favorite star mamas and mamas-to-be. Yeah, Kev, let's start with Katy Perry, who is definitely feeling a range of emotions right now. Katy's pregnancy bloom is up first in tonight's Snow and Tell. And a live stream. <laughs> Shirtless dad-to-be Orlando interrupted Katy's live stream with a kiss. While holding her dog Nugget, Bloom tried to fill Katy's pregnancy cravings. I'm so hungry, honey dude. What do you want? No, I'm fine. Thank you. Fans remembered that Orlando recently mourned the loss of his dog, Mighty. This weekend, both Orlando and I have felt a little bit blue. I think it's because of Mighty. And maybe because he was, Orlando was watching six episodes of Ozark in a row. It's pretty dark. There I am, still heavily pregnant. Showing off her growing baby bump, Katie announced she'll be holding her Smile Sundays live stream each Sunday until her album comes out on the 28th. But could the baby girl she's nicknamed Kiki Perry come early? My child has hiccups. She literally has got hiccups in my belly right now. She's literally like burp, burp, burp. So I'm going to go and feed myself, which in turn will feed her. Now to Chris Pratt and Catherine, ready to pop. That's how the dad-to-be captioned this pic. He and his very active nine-months pregnant wife, Catherine, took a hike on Saturday to the top of the mountain. Chris joked he wasn't ready for the birth just yet. Quote, kind of grateful it didn't go down on the trail, though, to be real. And it's double baby boys for the Bella Twins. I will not be shocked if her and I both go and labor on the same day. I know. I admit, Me too. Well, close. The sisters gave birth just one day apart. Nikki's little boy came first, both moms posting nearly identical shots of their infant son's hands. No names have been announced yet, but back in June, they told us this. We uh, really want to name him after Brian's dad who passed, so it'd be Betty. Nikki, you said that you have to go by Russian tradition, so what is that? You always take the father's middle name, and then you add with certain things, whether it's a boy or a girl, at the end of it. In even more baby news, this is us star Chris Sullivan and his wife of 10 years, Rachel, welcomed their bundle of joy six days ago. Our doctor pulled me into the driver's seat during the delivery. She said, come here, come here, come here, come here. And she let me, with extreme guidance, deliver the baby. His name is Bear Maxwell. Well, I'm still running on mostly adrenaline and pure joy. I love the name. Where did it come from? Yeah, it turns out that the bear is a symbol of awakening joy. You're known for your fashion. Does yeah. this mean that bear also will be dressing like to the nines? You would not believe this kid's closet. Lots yeah. of hats, lots of bright colors. 
The first-time dad admits he's a little sleep-deprived, but he's got the parenting thing down thanks to all the practice he's had on This Is Us. Chris tells us there's no word yet on when the cast will start shooting new episodes. We had a family Zoom chat last night, and I just received uh, episodes one and two, the script. I, of course, have had no time to read them, but the rest of the cast says that they are off the charts. Until he gets back to set, Chris is also keeping busy with his other passion, music. He's featured on his buddy Shane Patterson's new song, Divided, and it's a whole new sound for him. The song is is a lot about that feeling, that push and pull of whether it's depression or anxiety or joy. You know, like right, like right now, I am divided between extreme joy and extreme exhaustion. I think every parent on the planet could echo that sentiment. Now, if you have a teenager at home, I'm sure you know all about TikTok, but stars are obsessed with it too. But now the big question is, are its days numbered? A lot of people have hopped on TikTok since quarantine. Usage has been skyrocketing. Bored in the house, yeah, I'm in the house bored. More than 100 million people in the U.S. use the video app, but now the president is threatening to shut it down over security concerns. The issue is that it's owned by Chinese tech conglomerate ByteDance. They're concerned that TikTok could be leaking data directly to the Chinese government. We're looking at TikTok. We may be banning TikTok. TikTok creators are distraught and angry. We saw some of them crying, telling users to follow them on Instagram and YouTube. I've built this huge platform and I don't really want it to just disappear. A lot of these TikTok users are also relying on the app for their livelihood. Some TikTok creators are making potentially tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars per post. Charlie D'Amelio is the most followed person on the app. She has 75 million followers on TikTok alone. Carol Baskin killed her husband, whacked him. So could this really be the end of TikTok? That would mean no more wine drinking from Cameron Diaz or songs from The Rock. Well, the ban already happened in India and Hong Kong. Users were met with screens that said, you know, this app is no longer available in this location. Um, the app suddenly wouldn't work on your phone. But TikTok's GM says, not so fast. We're not planning on going anywhere. And when it comes to safety and security, we're building the safest app because we know it's the right thing to do. The president's given a deadline of 45 days and is hoping Microsoft purchases TikTok to ensure user data remains in the U.S. Are the concerns about security legitimate? Maybe, sure. I mean, I think a lot of them are. It's very important to be skeptical of any company that's, you know, run by China operating in the U.S. But TikTok is not the only Chinese app that we use. Wow, you can really die. In just two days, Big Brother All-Stars premieres on CBS, and we've got exclusive details on how in the world they're going to pull it off from host Julie Chen Moonves. I'm doing testing. I'm doing testing again, and then I'm going to do more testing. I'll be farther than ever from the house guests as they get evicted. No hugs, not even a Chen Ba handshake. There's too much on the line to not go above and beyond the protocol to make sure everyone is safe. A few of the new rules, no live audience, Julie won't be able to visit the house, and all those groceries delivered to the house guests must be disinfected. Will folks be tested once they're in the house? Each house guest, as we speak right now, they're quarantining by themselves, homes that we've rented for them. They're getting tested every few days. 
They will go in once they've been clean and clear for at least 14 days. And then even once they get in the house, they're still going to be tested. They have no contact with anyone. That includes the crew working behind the scenes. Everyone is working in a pod, and those pods basically stay together and don't cross-mingle with any of the other pods. No one is living on the compound, so people are going home at the end of their shift. We produce this behind the walls. They only hear our voices. They don't really see us throughout their stay in the Big Brother house. Please gather in the living room. This season, the house is modeled to look like a loft, and only E.T. can show you an exclusive look of the upstairs lounge and the head of household bedroom. On premiere night, the house guests will move in on live TV, something that's never happened before. Once they go in there, they are going to be just like any other Big Brother cast. So, yeah, hookups are allowed, contestants can share a bed, and the challenges are happening. If you ask me, once you're in the Big Brother house, it might be one of the safest places to be. So you're safe from COVID, but you're not safe from each other. Somebody who never plays it safe, Beyonce. We have all the behind the scenes secrets from her new crowning achievement. 63 costume changes was just the start. What it took to pull off the next level looks in Black is King. I'm like, okay, 10 ball gown, please. You know, just, just in case. Then our Angelina Jolie exclusive. It's really nice to be a part of something that you feel has something really good to say. Behind the scenes of her star studded new film. The greatest casting ever. Hey everyone, it's Kevin Frazier. We hope you're enjoying the ET podcast. Be sure to watch Entertainment Tonight every weeknight for all the latest entertainment news. Check your local listings for where ET airs in your market or go to etonline.com. It's really nice to be a part of something that you feel has something really good to say. The one and only Ivan! Only E.T. has this exclusive behind-the-scenes footage of Angelina Jolie's new movie, The One and Only Ivan, streaming August 21st on Disney+. Memories never leave us. They just get out of reach. Brian Cranston and Angelina co-star in the film about a suburban shopping mall circus with a very special silverback gorilla. Whoa, did you draw all these? A gorilla? Who draws? Ivan is played by the brilliant Sam Rockwell. Can you tell what this is? Danny DeVito is playing Bob. Now we're talking. And also Shaka Khan. Home <laughs> So, the greatest casting ever. They're really a family trying to work together to get a second chance. The film is based off the beloved children's book Angelina shared with her own kids. The mom of six has been spending her time mostly in L.A. with them. Here she is all masked up with 12-year-old daughter Vivienne. Brad, meanwhile, was seen on his motorcycle arriving to Angelina's gated community. Our ET source says, quote, It has taken years to heal and they finally are in a place where they can co-parent in a really healthy way. Yeah, because at the end of the day, it's all about the kids. Well, now to Angelina's one-time co-star, Kiefer Sutherland, who's on a mission to catch a fugitive. Let's go make our case. Kiefer's twist on the Harrison Ford and Tommy Lee Jones classic. Tommy's chasing me, and if we had uh, much of a chance to talk to each other, uh, the movie would be over. Then, Beyonce's film with her kids. We're getting behind-the-scenes scoop. Cool thing about Blue um, that not a lot of people know.
Yes, indeed, Beyonce has done it again. The entire world is buzzing over her new visual album, Black is King. And I spoke exclusively with the creative and fashion masterminds who gave us all the secret details about how they brought Beyonce's vision to life. What was the costume that you're proudest of? I know my enemy pray on me. The Valentino, and she's in the, in the leopard, and mm -hmm. this leopard car. So when we walk up in a club. I thought that was really powerful. One of my other favorites, the teal look, you know, the power shoulder, still true to that Beyonce, you know, accentuated waist with the corset. How many suitcases do you travel with? You have to be prepared. If she says, I just want to shoot, I think it would just be really nice in a t-shirt, you know? I'm like, okay, 10 ball gown, please. You know, just, just in case. <laughs> Beyonce had 63 costume changes in the groundbreaking 85-minute film. This was based off her look in Drunken Love. Drunken Love! That's the same dress in nude, but I wanted like organzas and silk. It wasn't necessarily designed, to go in the water. And <laughs> it's submerged it anyway. Zarina Akers was in charge of Beyonce's wardrobe, and director Quasi Forjor led the entire year long production that filmed everywhere from South Africa to Belgium, London, even Beyonce's home in LA. She was like, I want to shoot, and let's do it. Like, let's start at my house. And I was like, hell yeah, let's do it. The tree shot in already. That was her backyard. <laughs> And while shooting this backyard tea, Beyonce posed with her mom and daughters, creating this special moment. Miss Tina actually was a last minute addition to that shot. She came to set that day and Beyonce was like, Mama, you have to be in it. You know, you have to be in this. <laughs> Let's talk about shooting in the desert. One thing I noticed is you never see Beyonce sweat. Ever. But you just gotta it was a sandstorm that day. We were actually planning to leave, but you know, Beyonce wanted us to stick it out. She looked out the window and she said, I'm gonna do it. So she went out and there's find your way back. Find your way back. Where was that mansion? I've given you a lot <laughs> Man, I'll be honest with you. Nobody knows this stuff. That's actually kind of, that's the Godfather mansion. Lupita Nyong'o, Kelly Rowland, Naomi Campbell, Pharrell, and Jay-Z all make cameos in Black is King. Adele showed off her new curly hair and her appreciation. One queen supporting another right there. And of course, there's Blue Ivy showing up eight times. Cool thing about Blue um, that not a lot of people know is she gets up and she just kind of does her thing and it all comes to life. I never charge for anybody else singing. All right, we go from Beyonce's masterpiece to a cinematic classic 1993's The Fugitive with Harrison Ford. It's getting a 2020 twist with a little help from Kiefer Sutherland. The Fugitive. Were you fans of the original Fugitive? I was a fan of the television show. And then when Harrison Ford and Tommy Lee Jones made the film, it took it to another level. I didn't kill my wife. I don't care. The leading men of 24 and Narcos know all about chasing bad guys, but their version of this story is a little different than the film that dropped 27 years ago this week. Instead of being a murder suspect, this fugitive is wrongly accused of an L.A. subway bombing. That can't be. That's Mike Farrell. 
Kiefer, we talked to Harrison and Tommy back in the day, and uh, they talked about the little time they spent together. Tommy's chasing me, and if we had uh, much of a chance to talk to each other, uh, the movie would be over. Did you guys get to shoot a lot together, or were you just, were you constantly separate because you're chasing each other? Kiefer and I, we, I think, what do we have? Just one scene there at the end. I had a few scenes that I enjoyed where I was just <laughs> watching you run time and time again. <laughs> so I got to sit in the car and just chase Boyd in a car. I felt so bad for him. Okay, he's moving south. 14 short format episodes will premiere every day on Quibi starting today. It's just as action-packed as the movie, except no one got hurt this time. It was uh, another acting accident. I was doing a shot for the trailer, not even for the movie, where you run straight into the camera and cut left and could hear the arterial cruciate ligament for those who were technically interested. What, how physical was this for you? You know, I, I felt like I could run a marathon when I was done. It and was he did. <laughs> Which I did, um, pretty much every day. The stunts in this series are next level. Okay, coming up, we remember Cocoon star, Wilford Brimley. Hey everyone, it's Kevin Frazier. We hope you're enjoying the ET podcast. Be sure to watch Entertainment Tonight every weeknight for all the latest entertainment news. Check your local listings for where ET airs in your market or go to etonline.com. Before we go, Cocoon star Wilford Brimley passed away on Saturday at the age of 85. He really did leave his mark on Hollywood and every star who crossed his path. When we get where we're going, we'll never be sick, we won't get any older, and we won't ever die. Cocoon director Ron Howard called Wilford brilliant and honest in every take, and Shannon Doherty, who starred with Wilford in Our House, said he was like a grandpa to me, gave big hugs and told great jokes. The pitch man will be remembered for his tough exterior and tender heart. You know, having type 2 adult onset diabetes is not the worst thing in the world. There's a line in a song, uh, forget your troubles, come on, get happy, and laugh all your cares away. You know, it's not a bad idea once in a while. If you like entertainment tonight, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. Jon Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. The Daily Show podcast has everything you need to stay on top of today's news and pop culture. You get hilarious satirical takes on entertainment, politics, sports, and more from John and the team of correspondents and contributors. The podcast also has content you can't get anywhere else, like extended interviews and a roundup of the weekly headlines. Listen to The Daily Show, Ears Edition, wherever you get your podcasts.